Welcome to For Self-Examination. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Taylor, and today is Monday. And that means today is all about you. No matter where you are in the world, no matter what you are going through, I want you to know that it is okay and that you are right where you are supposed to be. Take a deep breath, relax, and let the world slip away. Give yourself permission to make today all about you and let yourself be open to new inspirations. Welcome back to the show. Uh, this is for self-examination, and I am your host, Dr. Christopher Taylor. And welcome back, episode three. Um, we're in uh, of season one. Uh, I'm sorry, season two. We're in episode three of season two. Uh, if I can get anything straight these days, uh, so very excited to have you here. A wonderful episode. Um, if you have not listened to the first two episodes yet, I highly recommend going back and checking those out. Episode one about uh, back to school stress as we talk about kind of what to expect and how to prepare for that the best. Uh, and then also the last episode, a wonderful interview um, for you to enjoy as well with one of our therapists uh, on, on how to prepare, you know, mentally for, for the stress surrounding back to school. But today, today is an amazing episode. I'm really excited about today's episode with Kyle Gordon. Um, he is the founder of Dilla's Quesadilla, um, which I'm sure, uh, you know, if you have kids, I'm sure you've always said Quesadillas. Um, so I love the name Dilla's Quesadillas. Uh, he has two kids under 10, um, and, um, he owns a restaurant business and he's getting ready to go back to school. Uh, he's also very, very involved in fundraisers and sports and community events and philanthropy. Uh, um, and trying to manage all this in the middle of one of the worst, uh, pandemics and, and, and recent history and, uh, in the restaurant business, a place that is being heavily hit by the pandemic. So, um, so if there's anybody that's able to really speak to the difficulties of work-life balance right now, uh, home life balance, um, uh, just having kids right now, I think Kyle is a great person, um, to chat about. I'm so happy to get him on the show. Uh, it's a great interview, so I'm not going to waste your time with much else. Uh, I'm going to give you a quick little bio for him. Uh, and you can definitely learn more about Kyle, his story, uh, Dillas.com and, and everything they do, uh, on our, in our show notes. So Kyle's the owner and creator of Dillas Quesadilla. He designed the brand while he was in college at the university of Texas. Uh, Kyle tried to gain funding for the Quesadilla focused restaurant and was turned down many times. Determined to succeed, he spent the following seven years gaining industry experience as a certified training manager partner um, at Raising Cane's. Um, I'm sure you've probably been there. They're amazing. Uh, he gathered enough funding to launch Dilla's in 2013. Since its conception, um, they have scaled the business from one unit uh, with three quarters of a million revenue to four restaurants with five million in revenue. 
uh, due to his leadership and passion. Um, he's done all this um, while raising a, a wonderful family and, and two great kids and being super involved in their lives. Uh, so um, we're going to get right into the interview just after this. If you've enjoyed this podcast, don't keep it a secret. Share it with your friends and family. Tell everyone. Put it on Twitter. Uh, we'd love it if you give us a five-star rating and, and, and a review. Uh, we always love feedback. And then, of course, uh, like and subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get yours. As a reminder, Taylor Counseling Group is in the DFW area with offices from Dallas to Fort Worth and in Waxahachie as well. Uh, we are also now in the Houston and San Antonio areas as well. So if you or somebody you know might be interested in getting some counseling, feel free to give us a call, 214-530-0021. You can send us an email, info at taylorcounselinggroup.com, and you can look us up on the web at taylorcounselinggroup.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter as well, at TCG underscore Dallas. So if you need us, we're here, but if not, no worries. I just hope you enjoy uh, all right, Kyle, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for being here. You're welcome. Happy to be here. Um, the, I guess I'm going to start with my story way back uh, in college um, because that's, uh, that's where all good stories begin, typically. <laughs> yes, um, it is. And, uh, yeah, and so, you know, I'm a, I'm a restaurateur. Um, so I own and operate uh, multiple units. Uh, my restaurant's called Dilla's Quesadillas. And um, I had the idea for Dilla's uh, back in college. Um, I was not a great student. You know, I'm a uh, kind of a mid 2.0 student. Uh, I went to the University of Texas in Austin. So I'm more proud of the title on my uh, <laughs> degree than I am the actual uh, GPA that's behind it. Um, but nobody knows about that. So um, anyway, yeah. Um, but in uh, in class, I would I was smart enough to get by, um, and really, but really knew that I wanted something other than what um, you know school was going to offer me. And so I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur because I wasn't going to pursue um, uh, you know getting into law school or secondary school or anything like that. So. Um, you know, the Dillas started on a piece of paper, um, in class, um, I would develop it and kind of work on it. And basically at that time, this is like 2004, Chipotle and some other brands were kind of emerging in this fast casual space. And I was like, man, I really want to like take advantage of that. I think I could do it better, or I think I could add a, a wrinkle to it. Um, and, and get into this business. And, and I had a restaurant job and um, really liked it. You know, I knew that I had a little bit of ketchup in my veins, um, which is important if you're going to get into the business um, because it's heavy ops in the beginning um, and lots of hours and uh, effort. So fast forward a little bit, I got out of school and I said, hey, you know, my wife's, she wasn't my wife at the time, but um, my girlfriend, Maggie, she started the company with me and helped me develop it. And her uncle um, was a, a CEO in the restaurant business. And I said, hey, man, I've got this awesome idea for this quesadilla concept. And he's like, cool. Like, why don't you get a job? You know what I mean? Like, just totally <laughs> shut me down. It's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, like, it sounds great, dude. But, like, you need to get a job. And he was like, but the good news is 
um, I can get you an interview um, with a really cool emerging brand called Raising Canes. And so I was like, cool, like I'll take that. So I've got this like hundred thousand dollar degree that my you know my dad and I have been paying for, and you know four year actually five years of college. And I show up to this interview, gold tie for a fast food chicken, uh, <laughs> gold tie, full suit, and uh, the district manager walks around with grease on his jean on his knees because he's been under the fryer trying to get it fixed for that shift. And he's like, all right, dude, like sit over there and like, I'll be out in a minute. And uh, anyways, so that, that's my, I, I aced the interview. He was excited to make me a $12 an hour manager. And I was like, all right, well, here we go. You know what I mean? Like, this is how I get to Dilla's, you know? And so um, fast forward seven years, like after uh, I, I ran it, like I own it, you know, like, and I went from service manager to general manager in four months. And then I transitioned from general manager to managing partner and then from managing partner to certified training managing partner, um, which were, there were only three in the company of a hundred. Um, and I just like, I, I just, you know, crushed it because I knew these were enabling goals that were going to get me to my ultimate goal of owning my own restaurant. And I had to become the person that was investable, you know, not like when, when that uncle um, shut me down, um, uncle Stewart, he shut me down because I wasn't the person that was ready to receive um, a, a, an opportunity like that. And so I went out, I got my 10,000 hours, um, busted my butt in the industry. And, uh, you know, in, in 2013, you know, I, I went out and I you know, put the money together. Um, I had saved a lot from doing what I needed to do. And uh, that's when I, I launched Dilla's Quesadillas and opened it. And now we're going on seven restaurants. That was in 2013 when I left. Wow, seven! That's amazing. Yeah, I have to confess, I have not eaten um, at Dilla's. Uh, sorry, get some. I know. <laughs> I, well, I have a two-year-old, so that's pretty much like half her diet. So yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> we'll definitely come by. Where are you, where are your locations? So we've got a location in Plano, Frisco, McKinney. Um, we actually have a joint venture partner out in Louisiana. Um, and they've got uh, one in Bozier. They're opening one in Bozier City. Uh, they're opening one in South Shreveport. Um, they've got one on uh, Piermont uh, in like kind of uh, central Shreveport, uh, a very nice area there in Shreveport. And then we're opening one that should open before the end of the year. And if not early next year, that's uh, going to be in Denton, Texas. Oh, very fun. Very exciting. We have an office in Capel, so it's not too far away. Yeah, not too bad. Well, that's good. Well, that's an amazing story, especially during a pandemic. How, how are your restaurants doing? Um, the, what's going on? The pandemic's been very kind to us. You know, like um, we were 80% off premise pre-pandemic, you know, so only really 20% of our sales as a brand were dine-in. You know, like we've got uh, one location, yeah. the one in Frisco, that was that's about 50% dine-in. Um, but the other ones have the drive-throughs and they were 60% drive-through and take yeah. out online order, online order delivery. So, um, we've been able to really succeed, um, through the pandemic and actually introduce ourselves to a bunch of new customers who may have looked at other brands to dine in, but instead kind of got introduced to us on mm -hmm. Uber Eats or curbside yeah. or whatever as, as that option for quality convenience. And. Um, we're excited to serve them. 
Yeah, I love I love that story. I, I'm almost tempted just to take a completely different angle on this interview, but um, yeah. we're going to stick we're going to stick to back to school because that's Let's what we promised everybody. Uh, so you you have two kids, right? Yes, that's correct. Uh, boys, girls. I've got one boy. His name is Parker. He's ten, and then Grace mm-hmm. is eight. Eight. Wow. Wow. So you have you have two kids, uh, ten and eight. You have a restaurant business that you're running in the middle of the worst time to have a restaurant business, uh, and, and you're preparing to go back to school for your kids. You're also, as I understand, a very um, 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 engaged in after school sports fundraisers activities with your kids. Um, so one of the reasons why I was really hoping to interview you for this episode was, was that I I think you probably are one of the people with the fewest reasons, um, out there to, um, to have like excuses because you're kind of (laughs) in the middle of all of it, right? Like it's like, like you're in the restaurant business, which is the worst business to be in. Um, you know, you've got two kids, you've got a wife, you got, you know, you got a family, um, and, and you're getting ready to go back to school. So like, if there's any, anyone out there that can talk about how I'm preparing for this, uh, you seem like the guy. So how are yeah. you preparing for this? Yeah. And I think that you, I mean, you nailed it. I mean, you said prepare, right? Like that is the thing because prior planning prevents this poor performance right and so like (laughs) when this thing all rolled out i mean you gotta remember this is back like man late february like when you know kind of in that time zone and so for the business um we got uh very serious about putting together a 90-day COVID action plan because we knew that we needed to have a very singular focus um, for all the restaurants to get on board with. Um, So they had something to align with uh, and align towards. Um, We got very focused on our mission, vision, and values um, at the restaurant and really just boiled it down to building trust with our customers and maintaining safety and sanitation um, with all the new challenges that were rolling out. And so that, that was kind of how I compartmentalized um, the restaurant business and mm-hmm. they focus on my leadership and made sure that, uh, you know, they could see me and that we were doing right by the customers and doing right by the team members. Um, and they all had a great focus and I empowered my general managers um, to do what they needed to do um, and give us the feedback that we needed to make sure that we could hit those goals. Um, so that was like kind of that. Right. And then you've got the kids stuff. So, you know, it's been, they've been at home forever now, you know, so I, I I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Like I was at sand, sand trap. I love that movie. It's like forever. Oh forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I think that we're excited to get them back into school. Um, you know, with the challenges of the restaurant and Maggie being in the business with me, we are supremely flexible, um, which is really good for our situation with having kids out of school, but in school, um, their schedules are kind of on a block schedule on their tablets right now. So it's, you know, pretty difficult on us, um, from a family perspective, you know, and it takes a lot of sacrifice and it takes a lot of, um, planning the day, um, a best practice um, that we have is 
Sunday meetings to look at the calendar for the Monday mm-hmm. through Friday upcoming. So it's like, okay, like, man, like my daughter Grace is on a team dance thing. So she's got about 10 hours of dance per week, um, you know, from four to seven, typically every day of the week. And then my son Parker is on a club soccer team. So he's got a tremendous amount of kind of like uh, commitments um, to that and uh, with that. Um, so we, if, if we aren't aligned and if we aren't efficient during the week, um, it's very easy for us to, um, you know, fall into a ditch or get off track. Um, but I'm, right, right. I'm, I'm just like a, I'm, I'm habitually consistent with my disciplines, you know, and I, I think that that's really what helps me out. Um, I've got an accountability partner that I call every day at 7 p.m. to go through the questions for the day. Um, oh, you know, and you know, it's typically about a five minute call and it keeps me focused on, on the things that um, I want to get in to every day, whether it's being active or reading 10 pages in a book or did I meditate? Did I do this? You know, like mm-hmm. I've got a little set and he's got a little set of questions and we keep each other on track, you know, and I think that that's a, a big piece of that. And it also keeps me engaged with somebody outside of uh, the house. Because a lot of people are still kind of, um, you know, I would say most people are still socially distancing to the extreme. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like not, they're not meeting with anybody. They're not going out at all. Um, they're, you know, it's only virtual for them. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm out in the field a lot. Um, so I, I still get some connection. Um, I need it. I need the yeah. juice. Um, but like the, uh, there's, there's a lot of people who, uh, you know, uh, the community aspect is, is what I think has suffered the most. And so I think that uh, that's what I'm looking forward to getting back to normal um, is, is the engagement because I think it's super important for a lot of people. Wonderful. So what I'm hearing you say is that we need a 90 day plan. Um, parents, if you got some time as you get ready for school, sit down, put together a 90 day plan. Yeah, September is not a bad time for that because it pretty much takes you to the end of the year. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so get, get, Get a family meeting, sit down, think about the next three months, put it on the calendar, get organized. That's going to help you uh, really identify what you need to sacrifice if sacrifices are necessary. And like, come on, in a family, it's like <laughs> it's, it's always necessary, you know. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so we're always going to have to make some sacrifices. But if we plan out ahead and and we're we're um, we're aware of what's coming up. Uh, it, it's a little bit easier to identify the smaller things rather than the bigger things. Uh, and then we definitely want to find flexibility whenever possible, hold each other accountable and connect with community. Is that kind of sum it yeah. up? Does that sound about right? Yeah, I think that's, that's awesome. Wonderful. Well, we end all of our interviews with an inspirational story. Um, any, uh, I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming your story is very, very inspirational. A lot of people I think will be inspired by that. I definitely am. But uh any like uh, magic quesadilla moments, uh, Dilla, Dilla inspirations? Well, I would say something I'm really proud of is our, in terms of community impact, um, I, I'm, I'll kind of tie a little bit of my story into another story, right? And that story is with uh, Minnie's uh, Food Pantry. So when we opened in 2013, um, we partnered with them and I made what I thought was a huge donation at the time, which was $300. And like, I was like, you know, like, this is a big deal. Like, and they were just getting going. And now fast forward, 
seven years. So, and we've donated over 15,000 meals to them just this year, um, over $5,000. And it's like growing with them and seeing what they've done. You know, they had Oprah come to their keynote a couple of years ago and like Cheryl Action Jackson um, has been leading that charge. And like, I'm on their, I'm on their email and like, I always try to lead with purpose. I say I'm blessed to be a blessing. Like that, that is like mm-hmm. my little mantra that I say to mm-hmm. myself. Um, mm-hmm. But the way that she is leads in that um, and what she does for communities um, that, that need her help and that need to eat that day um, is just really inspiring to me. Um, and I just love that partnership that we have with them. And it, and it just, keeps me going and it keeps me focused on why we're doing this, you know, building community through quesadillas is a big thing for us. And like it, it, I hope that that's an inspirational story. That, that is very inspirational. That's amazing. I'm so happy to hear that uh, even, even in the darkest of times, you're still able to promote charity and and be a part of uh, growing human capital, which is absolutely what we're all about. So uh, that's good. Uh, If somebody wants to grab a Dilla, how can they do it? Well, I mean, order online. So Dillas.com, like if, if they're still kind of distancing, um, they can find us, you know, Google us. If you Google Dillas, we're the only quesadilla restaurant there is in the world. So if they can Google Dillas, they'll be able to find one near them. <laughs> and uh, I would love for them to come out, try it out. Uh, my favorite is the, you know, I like the Lone Star and the Hot Hatch. But if it's their first time, uh, you know, go, go, for, uh, go for the Lone Star. Smoke brisket. We do it in house. It's it's delicious, and uh, we're we're really happy to have them. Well, if that doesn't inspire you, I don't know what will. Uh, if right. they want to, if they want to help support the the charity, Mini Mini's Pantry is that what you said it was? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's um, uh, Mini's Food Pantry. Um, they've got a, a great location uh, in Plano, um, just on the other side of seventy five. Um, but yeah, Mini's Food Pantry is a fantastic organization to be a part of, and so. Um, if they want to get involved, they're they're actively looking for volunteers all the time. And um, the, once they go to their website, they'll they'll be amazed by what they're doing and how much they've grown in the last seven years. Wow! And uh, um, for our listeners, um, I, I just want to say I know it's difficult right now uh, to give financially. I know it's difficult um, uh, to to give with your time. Um, but if you can find some time to give back, it's always an amazing amazing thing. Uh, you don't have to give with money if that's not an option and you don't have to necessarily show up physically. There's, I'm sure there's always ways to help, uh, that are safe and distant. So thanks so much, Kyle, for being on the show. We really appreciate you and your wonderful insights, uh, for how to deal with back to school stress. Wow. Thank you again so much, uh, for Kyle. Uh, for being on our show, Kyle. We really appreciate having you. Uh, if you're interested in more in and the charity work that they support, you can definitely go to their website and uh, get involved. Uh, I really enjoyed the interview with Kyle, and I was so happy to have um, a parent uh, preparing to go back to school that's also in a really tough spot um, with uh, you know the COVID pandemic. Uh, I think one of the most inspiring things about Kyle's story is that he's in the restaurant business, you know, which is definitely one of the most hardest hit. Uh, and I think of just a very difficult business to be in with two kids um, and to, to learn how he's managing that and how they're, they're struggling. Well, uh, such a great, uh, great inspirational story. So very excited to have him on the show. 
Uh, as Kyle discussed, uh, I just want to leave you with a few thoughts. Um, and, uh, you know, before we do that next week as our, as our wrap up show. So if you have questions for us, please send us, uh, a message on Twitter, uh, at TCG Dallas, um, uh, Facebook, um, uh, website, uh, email info at taylorcounselinggroup.com. I'd love to answer any questions you have and listen to your, some of your inspirational stories. Uh, maybe even put some of them on the podcast if you'd like to share. Uh, so next week's going to be a great episode. So we hope to see you then, uh, next month, of course, is our, um, episode series. Um, October starts our episode series on self care, uh, which I think is so very important, um, and how that differs now than it did, um, before the pandemic. So, um, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see, uh, you know, what are some things you can do now, um, that, uh, that you weren't able to do, um, you know, last year, um, and kind of, uh, adapt. How do we adapt and still take care of ourselves? So, uh, that being said, I just want to leave you with, uh, some final thoughts from our interview with, with Kyle. Um, you know, if you're a parent right now, uh, it is so difficult. Um, but remember, as always, you're not alone. Uh, community is very important. Take some time to connect with your community. Hold yourself and your spouse and your other parents and friends accountable. Uh, help them to grow. Uh, find flexibility where you can, when you can. Uh, sacrifice, obviously, as parents, it's not news. Uh, we do it all the time. Uh, but now is a season where we might have to sacrifice a little bit more. And that's okay. And get organized. You know, find some time. Uh, like Kyle said, a Sunday meeting. Uh, we talked about that in the first episode. Sit down with your kids if they're old enough. Sit down with your spouse. And talk through the week. What's everybody got going on this week? What are we doing this week? Get organized. Be prepared. Support each other. Love each other. And God willing... We will get through this. This is for self-examination. I am Dr. Christopher Taylor. 